Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. All right, people, check this out. I got some shows coming up, and I really want to see you there. So let me give you some specifics where you can get tickets and make plans. So from July 8th to July 10th, I'll be in Ontario, California at the Improv. I'll also be in Oklahoma City from August 5th to August 7th at the Bricktown Comedy Club. And from August 12th to the 14th, I'll be at the Funny Bone in Cincinnati, Ohio. And then I'm back in California at the American Comedy Company in San Diego, California from August 19th to the 22nd. And there will be more shows coming up, too, so just keep checking RussellPeters.com for updates. And now, enjoy the show. Hey, guys, guess who? It's me, Russell Peters. That's right. You're listening to my podcast, Culturally Canceled. Today, I'm excited to share this episode with you. We have the hilarious Kevin Nealon on the show. He's obviously an SNL legend, although he's a little apprehensive about the term legend. And he's a hilarious stand-up comedian, one of the fastest, wittiest minds I know. His YouTube series, Hiking with Kevin, is currently being turned into a scripted comedy show for TBS. And I was fortunate enough to be on an episode of the actual Hiking with Kevin. Hopefully I got casted in the TV show, too. I doubt it, but, I mean, we can all hope. And currently he's working on a book of his own caricature art. His caricatures are incredible. They're really, really dope. Uh, so if this comedy thing doesn't work out for him, look for him at a, at a carnival or a fair, state fair near you. <laughs> We're also joined by my good friend, my touring partner in crime, my cigar smoking buddy. I'm, I was best man at his wedding. This is one of my, he's more, he's more family than friend. He is family. He is family. Not more than he is family. He's also a, a fellow Canadian who knows the history of all Greek words. He's a very funny comedian, but he made me laugh the hardest when he fell into the water and had to be uh, lifted out like he was a uh, free willy over there. My dear friend, Angelo Sarukas was here with us today too. On this episode, we go through some funny stuff. I had no clue about this, but Kevin Nealon brought to my attention Charles Barkley's golf swing. And I thought he was joking, but then we pulled it up on the TV and, oh my God, it's freaking hilarious. Talk about medical procedures and deadly proposals. This one is really fun. And uh, Kevin gets the better of all of us and, and we're all better for it. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Culturally Cancelled with Russell Peters. This is the podcast, and today on the show with me is my youngest daughter, Angelo Sarukas. 
and my older sibling, young Kevin Nealon. The legendary Kevin Nealon of SNL fame, of uh, comedy fame, of weeds fame. You know, I got to tell you, Russell, you like to be called Russell or Peter? <laughs> well, Peter's is my last name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like me calling you Neil. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I'm hearing the, the word legendary a lot lately. Does that mean that I'm going to be dead soon? Well, and can you call somebody legendary if they haven't died? Or a legend is dead, right? I think a legend is dead. Well, no, you could be a legend still. The legend, a legend Kevin. in his own right. Legend, in, well, you're a legend in a few people's rights. <laughs> I was read my rights, and you were one of them. <laughs> hey, first of all, I'm a little nervous because I didn't know the name of your show was called Culturally Cancelled. Well, don't worry. If you say something you don't like, we'll cut it out. Oh, that's <laughs> if right. If there's it's a subject live, huh? matter that you're like, ah. Uh, could you not? I was like, we'll take it out. No problem. Okay. <clears throat> Sweet. It's not a gotcha show. Oh, I love the gotcha shows. Well, how do you feel about the African-American <laughs> community then? <laughs> Somebody had a show. I think Howie Mandel had a show he was doing from his little production company. I think his son was doing it or something. Where they would invite a couple to come over and then they would have to take their phones out and show them their phone, what's on their phone. Oh, wow. Oh, All wow. Talk about a gotcha show. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's called a breakup show is what that is. I think so. Yeah, that's, think so. that's not the show you want to be on if or should he, anything can be misconstrued on your phone. Of course it can. It's all misconstrued. I was just thinking about what's on my phone. And uh, I mean, if, when you really think about it, everybody's like, what's on your phone? And they have secret compartments and secret apps. And I think everybody's got something on their phone. Well, look, Angelo, if you only have one phone, you're not hiding too much. But if you've got a bunch of phones, like Rudy Giuliani, 18 phones or something, you're hiding stuff. But here's what I'm doing. I you know, recently cleared out my storage unit, got rid of it after 18 years mm -hmm. and $80,000. It was like 450 a month. Just, really? Yeah, I was just storing stuff in there that I would, they would throw away if I, after I died anyway. So I was like basically renting a dumpster. But I was looking through boxes and I think, this is like from my a girlfriend I had 15 years ago. Why am I saving this, you know, or 30 years ago? So I threw away. And then I started thinking, I should start clearing out all the crap I have, like, in, you know, incriminating stuff. Like, uh, but it's impossible. Like, you were going to say like. You know, like old messages. I love to save messages. I'm very nostalgic. I have messages from the first time I did The Tonight Show from Paul Reiser and Brad Garrett, you know, congratulating yeah, that, me. Those are good things to have. But also I have women breaking up with me. That's fine, too. It takes you back to that time and place. It does, but, you know, I don't want my kid finding them. Why would you keep them? Why wouldn't you? Just because it's, I'm nostalgic. That's I'm the why same I have storage way. unit. It's like, you're an asshole. I'm breaking up with you. I'm going to keep this note. No, if I need to go in for a sad part or I need to cry. Ah. In fact, this one girl broke up with me, and I had to go in for a McDonald's commercial for a Big Mac. <laughs> and she had just left me for somebody else. I was devastated. I only went out with her for six months. And I started, you know, I went in there and I had to cry for the Big Mac commercial. And there's like the four, uh, the four people that are, you know, the casting people are behind the table, like American Idol judges. They're watching me. I start crying and you could tell them they're visibly up. I've upset them. They're, I'm so sad, you know, <laughs> Big Mac. <laughs> yeah. So I got a call back, but it was like four weeks later and I was kind of over the girl now. So I brought like the answering tape. I brought her eight by ten to look at before I went in, and I nothing. I had no feelings for her at all. A pint of her blood, and I didn't get the commercial, so she screwed me over again. You didn't book it. No, so what? Didn't. You had the cry? Was the crying because you couldn't get a Big Mac? Something like that. I don't remember. I yeah, think he got McScrewed on the deal. Yeah, I yeah. felt like that McShafted. once. At the, I, I felt like that once at the drive-through 
uh, it was closing at two o'clock and I got there at two Oh five and they said, we're closed. And I started to cry. <laughs> You're an easy cry. You don't need to hard, Yeah. It was a food cry. You just need to go through a drive through on your way to an audition. <clears throat> you know, I realized. You're going to book your auditions at 2.15 a.m. <laughs> I realized that it's, uh, it's impossible to get rid of all the evidence because there's iClouds, you know, there's, every, there's stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. And you don't know who screenshotted you. You do on a DM, though. Not really. Yeah. I found out. Really? Yeah. You could, like, screenshot a DM somebody sends you, and it tells you on Instagram. You'll it, say screenshotted? It, it's a picture. They show up a little camera. Really? Yeah. I didn't know <laughs> You that. better watch yourself, man. Oh, I mean, I'm fine now. I, I went through that, all my nonsense <laughs> stuff, so I'm okay now. Yeah. I bet there's a lot of breakups now because of technology, where people oh, don't yeah. realize, that, oh, the Bluetooth goes to the family uh, speakers. I didn't know that on my phone. Oh, the, my phone call went to the car that my... Oh, yeah, that's driving. the worst, when somebody pulls up and... Or if, uh, my, if my lady's driving her car behind me too close... The Bluetooth will keep traveling back and forth. Oh, no. Like she, and she'll be talking to her sister, and I'll be like, no, wrong car. And then I'll hang up on her. <laughs> That's not a good example, but I know what you're saying. You get it? I know what you're saying. But I also know what you mean as well. Yeah. You open your phone. You're on the phone. Your wife takes the car. She leaves. It picks up a Bluetooth. You're talking shit about her. Well, I'm not talking about my wife. I'm talking about previous wives. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be pre-Bluetooth? You've been with your wife 18 years now, haven't you? About that. Yeah, she's a really I mean, nice lady. We've been together for 20 years. Yeah, she's a really nice lady. She's she follows amazing. me on Instagram sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I click on her page and it says follow back. And then sometimes it'll just say follow. I'm like, wait a minute. Did she unfollow me? <laughs> no, she doesn't unfollow. I taught her how to mute people, though. No, I think maybe she muted me. <laughs> Do you know who I muted the other day? Who? I couldn't believe it. It was a Beatle, Ringo Starr. Why? He was, he was uh, posting too much. Too many stories. Like, he needs attention, right? Yeah, well, he's a Beatle. He doesn't have a lot going on in his life. I got rid of him, man. I silenced the beetle. Hey, is, there, is there a protocol to how much attention you should have? There's some, I agree with you. There's some people that are going on every seven or eight minutes, having a sandwich, taking yeah, a crap, yeah. whatever. I mean, Jesus Christ, how many times you got to go on? I get tired of it sometimes. If it's That's Instagram. when you mute them. You mute them. But also, I'm tired of seeing food. I see food on menus. I don't need to see it on the phone. Yeah, I'd be more interested if they showed me the food and then how what it looked like after, you know, like. Oh, not that, not that I want, not that I want to, but I'm like, if you're going to show me the before you eat it, show me after you've eaten it. Too. Yeah, or at least show show me you eating the food. Yeah, yeah. You, we don't know if you're actually or if you're going to eat this. It might just be you've taken it for photographic purposes. I think I think eating food is much more um, private and personal than say sitting on the toilet and going to the bathroom. Because you're just excavating on the toilet. It's food that's done. Right. But when you're putting food into your mouth, it's, a, it's all like the pink lining, and it's inside of you. It's like, a, <laughs> it's like a, it's a, an orifice, and you're chewing it, and the tongue is whipping around. That's is that like what a, you were doing when I was eating my sandwich before we started? Yeah. You were just watching my, my tongue whip around. I was around. watching, I was saying, man, he's hot. This guy's hot with the way he eats. <laughs> and I think we should have business meetings, not over lunch, but over toilets. <laughs> uh, you know, People should get, go into a public restroom, sit next to each other in toilets, and talk about their business deals. I think that a lot of business deals used to happen like that, didn't they? Back in the 60s and yeah, stuff. That's how they that. did it. I like watching people eat. Do you? It's like, uh, there's a lot of people. They're, uh, how about talking with their mouth open? 
That doesn't bother me. It doesn't mouth bother me. Nah, it doesn't bother you, me. You, you catch some of that food that comes out? Have you ever been to a Greek wedding? That's how everybody eats, pretty really? much. They're just Greeks, eating and talking and drinking at the same time. Greeks and Italians and Jewish people are pretty similar. The way they, they celebrate, they're very loud. They're all loud. and um, They're eating and talking at the same yeah. time. Yeah, because they... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Angelo is disgusting, by the way. He... um. <laughs> he keeps his phone on speaker when he talks, right? But he sp he has no clue how much he spits. The other day we were in Chicago, literally two days ago, and I, he was trying to he pulled up the map because we were taking a we we're driving to go eat breakfast, and he had his map up. I go, dude, I can't see your screen. I think you cleaned it. it, good. But it literally was caked on like oh old spit. It was disgusting. Angela is the only one that has a windshield wiper on his LED. He really does need a windshield wiper, <laughs> and I get that from because I. When I talk, I get really passionate, and everything is flying out, right? And, and why, I didn't realize why do you it. spit so much. I don't know. I guess when you're uh, when I get excited, or when then, you overly lubricated. In no, the but mouth? the thing is, I think my earwax got into the. Are you spitting out earwax? No, wow. they got it. No, but when you put the phone like this, it's oh, yeah. blocking the speaker. Yeah. Because yeah. look at this stupid phone. It's not the earwax. You have hairy ears. You got to. I keep trimming them. I know, but you got to get like a man bun done in your ears right now. I got to get due. it. But, You're but, due for but, a trim. But think about it. Look at this phone. It's a flaw from Apple. Look how big the speaker is. Look at that. That's not the speaker. That's the listening. Part. Or the listening part. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah, but who actually holds the phone to their head anymore anyway? Kevin, are you a phone head holder? Uh, no, I like to put the speaker uh, thing on. But I was thinking, you're talking about people spitting. I remember Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam, played on SNL. And he was like spitting like in between every lyric, you know, like just spitting on the ground. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, big blobs of, I thought, I guess that's like an alternative music thing that they do, you know? That's why it's called grunge. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. It's to match the weather of where he came from, Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who was from Seattle? Bruce Lee. Really? Yeah. But who else? Um, Eddie Vedder. Chris Cornell? I guess you're not very experienced. <laughs> oh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he played Little true. League up there. Yeah, he, he did. He was from Seattle. That's right. Yeah. Didn't Amanda Jimi Knox. Hendrix sit in with uh, Ike and Tina Turner band for a minute? He Maybe. did a lot of other people's bands before uh, he became He was himself. working with them, right? It used he to was be part of the Barquets, wasn't he? <clears throat> he was with the Mamas and the Papas. It was the Mamas, the Papas, and Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> There was, that when he was with them, it was the Yo Mamas. Yo <laughs> Mamas and Papas. <laughs> All the leaves are brown. Bang, bang. He's a great guitarist. But he had to go to England to, to kick his career up. Somebody told me that maybe one out of three Jimi Hendrix concerts were good. The rest, he was just so like loaded and wasn't playing good. Because I used to go down to the uh, that place next to this comedy cellar in New York, the Wawa, yep. Cafe Wawa. He used to play down there. And the village. <clears throat> in what village. year? Uh, uh, that year that was a long time ago. In the sixties, obviously. Yeah. He died when back I... in the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> and you, where would you park your horse and carriage? <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> My friend saw nineteen sixty eight. It was um, uh, the Doors in San Francisco. Opening act was uh, the Who. Who did they go see? <laughs> No, who was the headliner? That's pretty the amazing. Doors. Oh, the doors. The who the opened doors the doors? And the who, and he said he paid four bucks for the ticket, and they dropped some acid. Actually, Steve Pearl, the comedian from you Vegas. Know Steve, Do you Pearl? Know Steve Pearl. He's from San Francisco originally. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, and he used to write uh, with uh, with uh, 
Robin Williams. And then, <laughs> and then he was big. He was friends with Johnny Winter and those guys. He he still has the ticket stuff. What was the first concert you ever went to? The first concert I ever saw was Kiss, Ottawa Civic Center. Opening act was Cheap Trick. Well, wow. that was 1977. Russell, 1977. Yeah. Mine was actually Kiss as well. It was 1982. I saw. I, I I'm not sure who my first was. It was either James Taylor or it was a trifecta. The Eagles, Edgar Winter, and Yes, and wow. Hartford, show. Connecticut. <clears throat> That's a good yeah. show. I did a TV show in England 25 years ago. It was like a stand-up series they were doing called Live at Jonglers, and Rick Wakeman was the host of the show. From Yes? Yeah, from Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. At the, at the time, I mean, I knew who Yes was, and I knew their music and stuff, but it didn't really dawn on me that, oh, shit, this is Rick Wakeman. Those guys are a lot like, I'm not comparing us to them, but we, we all work on the road, and that's what they did too. They would like, yeah. they probably have the same conversations. You in town for a while? No, I've got a gig in uh, Chicago or whatever, you know? And they're always traveling. That's where they made their money. Yeah. Have you gone back to gigging yet? Yeah. On the road? Yeah. Yeah. Opening up for uh, Edgar Winter. Next oh, week. you're killing it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, I was in Salt Lake City a couple weeks ago. And, um, and Wise Guys? Yeah. No, it's a great club. Downtown or the other one? It was uh, it was in uh, the West Landing? Jordan. West Jordan. Landing. Yeah, the Landing. <coughs> West Jordan. Jordan Jordan's Landing. Landing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've done it a lot, right? You've done those clubs a lot. That, we just did. Matter of fact, you were there with me. I was with Russell. I just did that in. Uh, when did we do that? March, Eddie, or March. April? March, March. We did it in March. I was doing a film in Salt Lake City, so I booked that gig for one night. I had a one. Oh, we only did one night. One day gig on a film, and there one night. You don't want to do the whole weekend? No. I, you know what? This pandemic has really made me appreciate staying home and watching my kid grow up. I mean, he's 14. doesn't want you to watch him anymore. <laughs> oh, no. He's he's amazing. He just... I And I know how fast it goes by. It's like that was a wake-up call. It's like, do you see how much you've been gone over the period of time? Oh, yeah. You know? And mm -hmm. it's like, all of a sudden, your kid is walking now. At 14. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The one good thing happened during the pandemic. It was that. So my daughter's growing up. My daughter plays with Russell's daughter and their, and their buddies. Like we are. And the thing, the thing that I've seen uh, for myself being on the road all the time is that the good thing is, is that I get to stay home and hang out with my kid, you know? But after what, what what's the threshold of when is it when you say okay I got to go back to work like we got to go back to work Russell's been going back I mean start going well, we had to go back I had to go back to work we had to make money <clears throat> well eventually you have to make money I mean had we known a pandemic was going to come we would have saved a little more money you know to get us through a year I would have bought a, a few less watches and cars cars yeah <laughs> yeah you're a watch guy aren't you, you still. Yeah, not as much anymore. Don't look at my watch like that. I, I saw like it you when you came it. in, kid. You got the green the whole, face rolly. I see whole. what you did there, young fella. But this is all I have left. I, my house was broken into. No. We, we were gone for uh, three months in December. I know that's only one month, oh, but <laughs> tag on two after that. We were gone for those three months, and somebody broke our window in the back, and they crawled in. And I know that these uh, the the guy... I say the guy, but I don't want to be sexist, but it could have been a woman too. <laughs> so this bitch comes in, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, uh, and I know they had no remorse at all because my wife is into positive affirmation signs. 
And like on our walls, we got signs like, you're exactly where you're meant to be. You know, <laughs> you deserve this, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, but he got cut coming in. So there's some blood spout, splatterings like on the railing and stuff and in the closets. And which is actually good because we had forensics came in and took samples. Did they really? Well, I say forensics, but I mean some of the actors from CSI. <laughs> and they took samples. And, um, but getting back to watches, that he, he didn't take that much. He took a few, few handbags, which I loved. And he got uh, a watch, a Rolex Submariner that I had that I gave to my father. It was engraved on the back from my son. Right. And then a watch uh, from Lorne Michaels from when I left SNL. What kind of watch did Lauren Michaels give? Pardon me? I feel like Lauren Michaels give you a long jeans or something. It was a Cartier, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he didn't give it to me. I took it. Well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah you were leaving. <laughs> also, uh, he, I think he took um, some of Gary Shandling's ashes I got after he died. Do you have some of Gary Shandling's ashes? I do, ashes? yeah. It's in a little urn that I wear on my neck sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and the weird thing is he gave me those ashes before he died. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy who doesn't want to wait around, you know? He gets things done. Take these. I don't need them. Yeah. How are my ashes? Aren't they funny? But how many watches do you think you have? Now I'm down to like seven, I think. Do you ever think about melting them down into one watch? <laughs> you know, now that you bring it up. <laughs> have you ever melted anything down? No, I don't, under I, just, I don't understand the world of melting down. I think it's when you're like trying to hide something oh i'm thinking of lime with bodies <laughs> no but i think people will melt like criminals will melt uh gold down into one big nugget well they fence it that way right yeah they get all the stuff and then they wait how do you know these words I, have I you seen a rolex <laughs> have you seen a submariner rolex or a cartier um, it was in the back to say, Dear John. Or yeah. Was it, oh, yeah, yeah. No, not that one. But, but have you ever had your house broken dear into? Dear Ness is what it's said. Have you guys had your house broken into it all ever? No. It's really unsettling because it's such oh, yeah, a Yeah, because it makes you feel vulnerable. Yeah. I always have people in my house. Even when I'm out of town, there's people in well, my house. Well, apparently I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope mine don't bleed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you worry when you get uh, cut and are bleeding? I mean, I think it's pretty normal to worry when you get cut and you're bleeding. No, I mean, it's like I'll get cut. As you get older, you start bleeding for no reason at all. Your skin is thin and it's just bleeding, you know? Yeah. I get it when I shave. Do you? I get, it, I get it in my hemorrhoids. I think that's where I get it. it really shows up. But who cares about the legs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if you find you have less hair than you used to, you're not alone. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. And as a guy who's experienced it and continues to, I'm here to talk to you. But if you're looking to keep the hair on your head, I'd suggest trying Keeps. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. And Keeps just happens to offer both. And Keeps is affordable and convenient. Treatments start at just 10 bucks a month. And medications are delivered straight to your door every three months. I'm a big fan of the fact that Keeps offers convenient virtual doctor consultations so that you don't have to leave your house for an appointment. Hair loss isn't fun, so it just adds insult to injury if you have to carve out time in your day just to go to a doctor's appointment to talk about your dumb head. So choose Keeps, and you can keep yourself at home. Here's the thing. If you're curious about trying Keeps for your hair loss concerns, I'm here to tell you that you should give it a shot. Like I said... I love that they offer such an easy, discreet, and convenient solution to something that so many of us men struggle with. 
Why worry about hair loss anymore if you don't have to? Prevention is the key here, and treatments can take four to six months to see results. So if you're thinking that keeps might make sense for your hair loss, well, I wouldn't wait. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash Peters to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Peters to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash Peters. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I have, to, I have to share this with you guys because I was working with Russell in Naples. And this, I don't know if this Naples, is Florida. Getting, Naples, Florida. And we were on uh, a friend's yacht, uh, a famous cigar guy, Rocky Patel. And then what happened was uh, we got off the, it was uh, late in the afternoon. And when we came back, it was to, evening. It was evening. When we came back, really it was all dark, afternoon. really dark. Because when we went out, it was still sunny out. Yeah, we know how it starts. Yeah, and then and then and then when he came back, so I was on the dock and I was with Russell's uh, girlfriend, and we're standing there, and it, I thought the house looks from here to there, I could just walk to the house, and then what happened? I, I walked right into the ocean. <laughs> well, the dock, clothed. the dock you itself was narrow. It was yeah. about as wide as this. It was very narrow, and he he wasn't paying attention. He was talking to somebody. And he was stepping aside so that, that somebody else could get past him, and he stepped right off. <laughs> and I've never heard Russell laugh that much oh, yeah. in my life. And he was hammered driving the yacht. Why you got to say that? That's a, <laughs> he was hammered and driving the yacht. Well, you were. The and captain I mean, asked me if I would like to steer, and I was like, you know, I've been drinking. He goes, that's ah, fine. You can't really do anything. What are you going to run into in the ocean? Yeah. You hit a fish? No, I mean, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen to a boat in the ocean? What are they going to run into? An iceberg? Get out of here. It's not <laughs> yeah. going to happen. 
That was uh, one of many stupid moments. But then they told me after that there's huge crocs and bull sharks in those waters in the inlet. In the bay. Were they talking about you? Probably. I would have been like a buffet for them, for sure. But if you think about it, like I, I didn't have time to think about it. Now, there's zebra mussels all on the side of the dock, so I couldn't touch it. So what they had to do, they had to hoist me. I had to get on top of this thing that lifts up the boats. It did the boat that lowers the yeah. boats and lifts yeah. them. In. Yeah. So yeah. I had to get on that, like a little like crane, free willy. And then they <laughs> brought me up and they pulled me up on it. I was all drenched. They man. scraped the barnacles off you. <laughs> That's what they were worried about him hitting the barnacles because they said slice them wide open. They'll slice you right open because they're like razor sharp. You oh. couldn't touch the bottom or the. I thought side. it was a protected species or something. That's why you couldn't touch it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, but, that's scary, man. He, like he had no idea what was going on. I didn't know. I just fell right in, and then I lost my glasses. Dude, how many how many people are dying because of cell phones and the camera backing up and looking down and texting? And oh, those are. But the blooper ones are funny if you watch those. They are funny, man. Like the people Isn't that, that funny? The, walk back into fountains trying to take a picture of something. And... Those uh, bloopers on YouTube. Mm -hmm. My son shows me them all the time. These kids on their bikes going off of jumps, flipping and landing on their head, and the other kid not putting the camera down just laughing you know and the guy the ambulance takes them away they're crippled for life you know it's like it's, but it's, we got some good footage they got good footage man that's all that matters that's at the end of the day was it funny yeah yeah it's like my manager used to say if i complain to him you know bernie brillstein yeah like the legendary talk about legendary. was bernie your manager yeah for uh, i was gonna have his son on with you too really mike i don't know his son i know his son mike brillstein but he would say, you know, if you come back from a gig complaining, oh, it was horrible. Did you get paid? Yeah, I did. I'll fuck him then. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the Jews differ, really. Um, <laughs> they find the positive in it, you know? My son's going to a, a camp, um, Rikers Island, actually. <laughs> no, he's going to a camp, and, um, and we just want to hang out in New York, and I'm doing gigs from there. I'm like in down in Florida and Pennsylvania and New York and Connecticut. What kind of camp? It's, a sports it's camp? a camp where, you know, they can learn Premiere Pro, Photoshop. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's out of college, and they stay in the dorms. And So it's a high-tech camp. It is sort of. It's a, it's a learning camp, because he'll go to a regular camp before that to get it all out, you know? Right. <laughs> like swimming and... Uh, swimming. Outdoorsy uh, stuff. Outdoor stuff. Outdoorsy, pickpocketing. See how much it's changed? <laughs> it's changed a lot now. These kids... My daughter's on her iPad all day playing... Uh, what's that, Roblox and Minecraft. And sometimes I try to distract her, and I said, honey, you want to go for a ride on the bike? And I would, I'll walk around with you? No. Do you want to do any of this thing? And all I'm doing now is I wish I bought shares in uh, Roblox. Yeah. Here's what I get from my kid a lot. Hey, uh, Gable, you want to go down to uh, to the mall uh, on Pico? How long a drive is it? It's like 20 minutes. Ah. Uh, can I stay home? Does not like in the, being in the car more than like three minutes. You know, oh, really? We, we're going to the end of the driveway. You want to come? How long's the ride? It's just to the end of the driveway. Okay. You know. <laughs> but how long are going to be there for? <laughs> he doesn't even seem to mind how long we're going to be there. It's just being on the road. That's it, weird. I like being on long drives and stuff, but I like driving though. You do. You like driving those big old SU, those big. I like whatever I'm in. Rapper bling SUVs. Rapper bling SUVs. <laughs> yes, it's a whole uh, certain. There's a subsect of SUVs. I saw you're into cars, right? Yeah. I saw the best Ford Bronco. It was a '76. There's a company that restores them in yes. Ohio. 
You know, they're the like two hundred fifty thousand dollars though. This one was one hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they're expensive as hell. But it's for beautiful. a Ford Bronco. No, what they do is they they put all modern technology in it. Oh, cool. This but, one had the old stuff in it still, but they do have the ones with the new stuff, the LED screen and all that. Oh, this wait, one so this one was, was just restored. like a, a restored one. Yeah, yeah. Because they do the resto mod now. I think Joe Rogan has one of those. Yeah. And it's manual transmission, but it's like everything else is like really good in it. Like it's got the, the, it's got the job, disc the brakes, seats, paint job, the uh, fantastic. You know, airbags. And, and I all love kinds of that uh, style of Jeep too, you know. Um, I want to get a 93 white Ford Bronco because of where I live. <laughs> I really have been looking at them online. <clears throat> where is that Bronco right now, do you think? Oh, I don't know where his is, but. Being restored in Ohio, yeah, for a hundred grand. <laughs> Getting the blood out of that, yeah. You can you can pick one up for like nineteen grand though. A, a ninety three white Ford Bronco. I looked at them online. Would you get an electric car? Uh, maybe one day. I have one. It's in the shop now. We're having a gas engine put in it, but I love it. Man. I love that. <laughs> I don't like electric cars. Well, I don't know. What's going to happen to fossil fuels? I mean, everybody's like, electric car, you can't hear them coming. I love how you're worried about fossil fuels. <laughs> worried What's going to happen fuels? with the oil, the oil you know, you know sitting those, in the ground? Those, that, that's oil from dead dinosaurs. You know, that's what we're <laughs> using. I was trying to be technical. Hey, what here. happened to the dinosaurs? Seriously. I don't know, but they really power our cars now, and I think it's a good thing. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> there a gas station the with a dinosaur? Huh? Who coined the phrase fossil fuels? Well, it's from fossils. It's from dinosaurs. It's the Somebody oil from, from a them. long time ago. So it's a prehistoric i wish i knew dates i don't know dates i have to just do like picture things like remember during the covered wagon times you know i don't know when was that you could be like hey remember the covered wagon times of 1936 it was like may <laughs> that was a ford bronco <laughs> there you go. i meant 1836 damn it my fault too have this you seen the nice. new ford broncos they're really badass yeah now. but they're not what they i thought they were going to be yeah what car disappointed you the most as it evolved a stingray the corvette? corvette it did go through some bad variations how about the jaguar the jaguar had its moments up and down volkswagen volkswagen kind of was consistent i would tell you the volkswagen i'm not promoting them or anything but i'm tall i'm six four and they got a lot of room in that car really yeah what are you driving now i drive an electric car really yeah plugged into your house your electric bill is going to be a little high this <laughs> this month you plugged it in I have a Tesla. I have a, a musk, a musky, a musky. Which yeah. one did you get? Did it's you get the Model S. X? S. Oh, you didn't get the uh, SUV one with the gullwing doors and everything. No, they didn't have that when I got my car. Oh, okay. My car is twenty-five years old. <laughs> <laughs> it ran on static uh, electricity for a long time. I had to rub it on my head and then put it on the on the road. <laughs> You'd have to rub your head against it to get yeah. it started. And it would stick to the ceiling, too, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like this car because it's, you know, I'm not a car guy. I just want something that's comfortable, that's got a good sound system, and that's not going to break down. I don't find Teslas comfortable. That's why I don't like them. What don't you find comfortable about The seats. Them? What's wrong with the seats? Uh, they're just two-way seats. It's like upper, you know, recliner well, slide. The, if I had to pick one problem with it, it... It would be the seats, but not for that reason. It's because I'm tall, and they're a little difficult to get out of and to get in. Is it because it's so low? I think it's because it's low, and the seats, I have the seat pushed all the way back, and I got to kind of get out and around, you know? Yep. And uh, entering the car, too, I go in ass first. Okay. I just, I just, I just load my ass in, and the rest of me follows. You know what I mean? 
There was a BMW I went to test drive one day. It was that uh, i8. Remember when they had the i8? It was like a hybrid one. It was like very futuristic looking. Yeah. It had sort of like gullwingy doors. They opened up at an angle. <clears throat> but the the well between the door and the car was like almost a foot wide. Wow. And to get in, I had to I had to point my ass in and then drop in like you're yeah. jumping out of a, like you're scuba diving. Right. <laughs> and I didn't take the car for a drive. I was like, fuck this. I don't want to. I can't get in and out of this car freewheeling. You don't wear wear a snorkel the whole time you're driving. Yeah. So I didn't ever. Have you ever seen the guys my size trying to get in and out of Lamborghinis on uh, YouTube? There's channels of it. And they roll (laughs) Have you seen that? Yeah, there was the. Why are you buying a a Lamborghini? There was one with a really large black dude, and he at a gas station, and he literally had to roll out of the car. He He ended up on the ground. He rolled out of the car. Like. Why would you? Why would I buy like? Not that I could buy one, but why would I buy a Lamborghini? Do you ever wish you were a cop when you see people driving crazy? I do actually. I I drive down Sunset a lot. Yeah, look at this one, Kev. An, that's Angela when he shaved his head. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, this guy can't. He can't. There's no way, man. They use that's bait a, to get him out. Look at the. <laughs> well, that guy's. Two times my size, man. You got to get the guy. guy that falls out of the Lamborghini. The he literally had to roll out. out. He rolled out of the car to get into. Like the guy literally roll. Like he rolls out like he's doing some kind of military maneuvers or something. But I'll be driving down Sunset late at night, and I'll be coming back from a club or something. Not even that late at night. And there's these pe- made it these guys so on these Ferraris, right? And I think of them as like trust fund kids, which you're probably right. And I'm not going to say where they're from or anything like that. I'm not going to judge. But I think they're trust fund kids. Right. And they are just flooring it. And they're weaving in and out of cars like they're in the Le Mans, you know? They're crazy. And I, and I just wish I was a cop then. I can't even get their license plate because they go by too fast. <laughs> There's too many. This, my back is to the screen. And you guys are watching the screen. This reminds me of when I pitched an idea once to an executive at Sony. Just pitch it, pitch it. Back I'm pitching the idea, and he's watching a basketball game on the TV. Yeah, yeah, good show. And every time I looked up, true from story. My, yeah, every time I looked up from my paper or I was pitching, I'd see him go from the screen back to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happened to me once at an audition? I was in there at the audition, and I'm doing my lines, and I heard. The casting agent looked at his assistant, uh, get me a tuna on whole wheat and hold the onions. I could hear the guy saying that. He was just like, teasing you. And I'm just sitting there like, I, could I guess use we're that. done. I could use that tuna sandwich. Oh, here he is. Here, a Kev, watch. <laughs> this <is the> guy. <laughs> he doesn't own that car. <laughs> Why would you buy this car? He didn't buy that. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you buy this fucking car? <laughs> He needs a pickup with a seat in the back. He needs a pick me up. <laughs> but you imagine you pull up with a girl. You're like at Sunset Plaza. You're like in this beautiful Ferrari. Pa- paparazzi's out paparazzi's there waiting for you. Out. You're rolling out like a walrus. <laughs> you know these basketball players that are like seven foot one or whatever? They've got to have a custom built seat where it slides all the way back. You know where they have a track that's a Shaq is always selling his old cars. And I'm like, imagine, I'm like, I don't know how, like, I, it, a lot of them have no back seats because he'll like take the back seats out so he could fit in. Yeah. Or he drives from the back seat. Well, he probably does. He probably takes the front seat yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. The discomfort they go through is made up for on the basketball court and the fame they get. And the money. And maybe the money. I think they get enough money to 
you know. Dude, he's on every commercial. He is. Even the general insurance. Yeah. You know that little cartoon? Hey, the general. Oh, the general. Right? There's the Shaq O'Neal and Shaq O'Neal for gold bond talcum powder. Shaq O'Neal for, you know. I've, never, I've never heard somebody call him Shaq O'Neal. Shaq O'Neal. <laughs> Sounds like a something like a Shaq O'Neal. Shaquille. Guy. That's Shaquille, right? Yeah, yeah. It says Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> I used to, I used to uh, live in Manhattan. I don't Beach. know why he doesn't get the gigs when he auditions. I don't know. <laughs> I used to live in Manhattan Beach. A lot of basketball players lived down there, and I'd see them around. I became friends with Kurt Rambis. You know, he used to play for Lakers. Right, that's right. It's a long time ago, and uh, we had the same shoe size. Really? So one day he goes, "Hey, man, if you ever want any, any sneakers, I've got tons in my garage. They've been sitting out there for years. Yeah, you know, he gets these promo sneakers." Right. Never been worn, you know, they're in the box still. So I said, sure, why don't you give me like five or six pair? And so I'm not going to wear more than that. So he gives them to me. They last about a week, and the sole falls off because they've been sitting out there. Oh, yeah, dried yeah, the, up. The glue. You know, all the glue is dried up. I've heard, I've heard that happen to many, many people. Yeah? A friend of mine, um, he got a pair of these really nice Jordans from a, another, <clears throat> uh, another rapper guy. He used to collect them. It was like, hey, we're the same size. Why don't you try these? Take these. These are brand new, never wore. They're about they're about five, six years old. And he said he put them on, went to the mall, and literally walked right out of the shoe. <laughs> he walked in the mall, and it took one step, and the sole left was left behind him. And he was like, "What? They were sitting around too long." Was that yeah, it? yeah. They can't. They got to be worn, or because the glue dries up. I don't want to date myself, but well, you can't. You're married. Um. <laughs> People don't get married anymore. Um. <laughs> are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room office kids playroom or home gym well you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant musty air for over 20 years the easy breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty damp air for cleaner drier healthier air take charge of your indoor air with your own easy breathe ventilation system you can get it installed or diy kits are available just call 866-822-7328 or visit take charge of your air.com and receive 20% off today. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. 
No, but remember when basketball players used to play in Converse sneakers? Oh yeah, Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor. And that yeah. was that was like the nice sneaker back then. And that now it's hard to walk around in those. I don't know how you play a game in those. Oh, they're just yeah, they're they're really flat. Like you're, you feel flat footed, and they run big too, about the half size big. They in fact do run a half size big. Yeah, I tried on a pair yesterday. I'm an eleven, and they had to get a ten and a half. Because Chuck Taylor is actually an inch higher than he says he is. <laughs> Take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not a sport you're not you, did you play any sports growing up i boxed amateur for nine years and i do jujitsu but that's about it i boxed amateur in the professional leagues <laughs> <laughs> what was your sport i'm assuming basketball because you're you would assume that but i was five eight when i graduated high school no yeah i grew like to six four after Ex exponentially apparently and when i showed up to my high school reunion it was fun <laughs> it was fun. I played um I played um rugby, soccer and football. And now you just golf? Uh I'm getting back into golfing cuz I had my shoulder replaced last summer. Really? Yeah. You What's can't wrong tell with your old shoulder. Pardon me? You have a rotator cut? Well, I was a quarterback in college. Uh were I, you? <laughs> yeah, I was. I played at Fairfield University in Connecticut. But I went to a different college. I graduated that college. My buddy Bill says, hey, man, we could play football at Fairfield University on the club football team if we take a night course. So I took, we took night courses in criminology and it qualified us to play football. The starting quarterback got hurt. I never played on a team before. We played pickup football. We had all the equipment, though. We had helmets and you know, pads, and we right. played the gangs from across town on a football field, no refs. So they were really, you know, so this game was like playing with a school where they had refs. It was kind of easy. And I had a really good arm, and I was a kicker too. So the starting quarterback got hurt, and I played the whole season, got MVP. I loved kicking too, and uh, so I moved out to LA to become a comic, and I thought, I'm gonna try out for the LA Express, USFL football team as their kicker. So I went and I bought like six USFL footballs, which are a little bit lighter than the NFL, and I practiced kicking every day down at Fairfax High. Mm -hmm. And I thought this would be a good like kind of gimmick as a stand-up, a good hook. Here he is. He's not only a comedian, but he's also the kicker for the LA Express. Let's bring him up here. You know, but uh, my career took off before the uh, free agent walk-on thing, so I didn't do it. What year is Also, 80? USFL fell apart. It's like 80, 81? Around then, yeah. Yeah. Yep. What, didn't Trump have the gen New Jersey Generals? Wasn't that his team in the USFL? Uh if he said Herschel, it was, I don't know if it was or not. I think Herschel, Herschel Walker played for them, I think. Yeah. He had a hard-on for the NFL. And Marcus Dupree, when he left college, went to the New Orleans franchise. This is all very entertaining information. I like this. <laughs> I know. It just triggered something off in my head. You're just checking to see if you have Alzheimer's, right? You just want to make sure you don't have Alzheimer's. No, I did. You said USFL, and I remember. Oh yeah, no. You know, it, it's uh, give us some more interesting tidbits about facts. the facts. I know useless facts. Yeah, USFL, USFL useless, useless facts. Useless facts. Um, so that's a, the only thing I do now is golf, which I'll be doing again soon. I play every year up in Lake Tahoe at the uh, American Century uh, um, Golf Championship, and it's on NBC. So you're on camera. Hitting the ball. And so I play with, they pair me up with Charles Barkley. Really? Every year because we both suck. But <laughs> he, he sucks not because he's bad at golf. He has a psychological hitch in his swing where he can't swing through. He stops about a foot from the ball and then <laughs> continues to. Seriously. Serious? Everybody's tried to fix it. Tiger, Hank Haney, all these people, they can't fix it. He's tried hits with one hand, closes his eyes. So I beat him usually by about 10. 
strokes every year. But he's fun to play with. He smokes a cigar like you guys. And uh, I think this is the only way to smoke it with your mouth. I mean, <laughs> well, no, but he. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What about Phil Mickelson? Oldest guy to win... Uh... Oh, more facts, guys. No, no, yesterday. Uh-huh. It was yesterday. <laughs> no, I'm just saying yesterday. Yeah, he I, heard, like... I heard he was winning. The, uh, he won? He won. The guy's like 50... Was it 53? That's the oldest guy? Well, No, that's his golf. number. Do they have numbers in, in golf? golf? Is that the number of his jersey? I don't know what his jersey was. I'm just saying that's... I thought <laughs> it was pretty jersey. cool. <laughs> My sister-in-law went to a, a, a pro tournament once, a golf tournament. And Phil Mickelson was there. And she, oh, you did a commercial with him, didn't you? No, with Arnold Palmer. Oh, but, but he's but, from uh, Latrobe, Michigan. I mean, uh, Pennsylvania. Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Yeah, more facts. <laughs> she told her husband. <laughs> oh, we're watching oh, Charles see. Barkley's golf swing. Yeah, there it is. See? Oh, that's oh, what you're wow. talking about. What? Wow, that's weird. Watch this. <laughs> see that? That's fucking weird. <laughs> oh, I thought you were joking. No. Oh no, it's true. Look at that. That's. And I'm a little better than that. <laughs> he can't follow through. Or oh, his, his legs, legs start switching. <laughs> I've seen him walk away from it because he couldn't do it. I think he's afraid he's going to hit somebody. I think that's why he has it. It's a psychological. But why would he worry about that? I don't know. I saw him kill a goose once on the seventh hole. <laughs> Their feathers went flying everywhere. The goose thought. I thought he had a bad swing. What? I didn't think he hit this far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of watching that swing. We're all sitting there. That's hilarious. That's good podcast material right there. Do we incorporate that in the podcast? Do we get that footage while uh, so the audience can see that? I did a podcast with Arnold. I mean, a commercial with Arnold Palmer. Oh, there's you, Charles Barkley, and Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, and a weird goatee. I've never seen you with a goatee. My father was uh, following us once, and uh, he's watching Barkley swing. And I, I leave the green, right? I leave the tee box. I hit already. I'm walking. Charles catches up to me. He goes, he's smiling. He's kind of chuckling. I said, what's so funny? He goes, some old dude back there said, just hit the ball. Just hit the ball, Charles. And that was my father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Latrobe, Pennsylvania is where Arnold Palmer's from. And I did a commercial with him there. That's where he learned where, where, how to golf. That's where my manager Paulie's from. Is that right? Yeah, he, that guy right there. Yeah. I mean, this guy's done everything, Arnold Palmer. Is he still alive? I mean, he passed. No. Well, like a few years ago, though. We became really good friends. He was. We were buddies. You know, I was kind of disappointed. Was it the Valtrex commercial? It was. It was for herpes. Yeah, it was. Wasn't <laughs> no, it? No. What was no. that? Man? It was for Zeralto. Blood Fender commercial. I love his drink. Yeah. The Arnold Palmer. Well, you know, when they asked me to do a pharmaceutical commercial, I said, "Can we make it at least a little funny?" You mm-hmm. know, they say yeah, a little bit, but not too much. Because so he'll order he'll order the Arnold Palmer, and I'll say I'll have the Kevin Nealon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who else was in there? there? Was a third person, Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch, yeah, I know Chris. Brian Vic- Vickers, the race car driver. Yeah, that's right. That was it. But Chris Bosch was playing, and he brought his acoustic guitar with him. He was learning how to play the guitar because I guess he couldn't play basketball because he had this condition. <laughs> what is that condition? I think it was. Uh, I don't know what he had, but you take you take that if you have like AFib, or do you, you have, have AFib? I did. I had an oh. ablation, or you, uh, or if you have a uh, blood clot or ATV or something, a alternating vehicle. Yeah, if you have an ATV at home, you got to take it. <laughs> and you got rid of this AFib. I don't know if you can ever get rid of it, but I don't have episodes where my heart takes off anymore. 
Is it what does it do? Just race? Oh my god. It's like horses running. Mm. It's like two hundred beats per minute, two fifty. Oh shit. And then it slows down and then it becomes irregular. And do you it, panic? At first you do. Yeah. I mean, I was always feeling my pulse on my neck to see if it was in a regular rhythm. And then finally, uh, my doctor said, look, this is happening a lot. Why don't you just go get a, an ablation? So I went to this Italian doctor. It was great. He was like the pioneer of ablations. What know? is ablation? Ablation. Sounds like a black and Asian person. My I'm going to take a break, Russell. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about that <laughs> statement when we come back. <laughs> my stepdaughter's ablation. <laughs> An ablation is when they, or in a nutshell, an AFib is an electrical problem with your heart. It can't kill you, but if you let it go for a couple of days, you get a blood clot, and that'll kill you. Yeah. But um, so what they do is they don't know what causes it, but it's an electric. I get all this stuff that people don't know what causes it. Like I have my feet get numb from neuropathy. It's not diabetes or Parkinson's or anything. It's just an It's just an irritated nerves. They don't know I, what causes it. The top part of my right thigh is numb at all times. Really? And I don't know what it is. Like I, I know I'm touching, but I can't feel it. It's not. You know, you've heard I'm of serious. no, no. I know you. No, I'm just thinking. From here to here. I'm not it's, laughing at that. I'm thinking as you get older, we start talking about neuropathy and all. I this. wouldn't worry about that. That's probably just diabetes or something. But this, <laughs> uh, this has, uh, this is just gets numb, and you know, and, and it's weird. It, it's oh, not totally. It. Does numb. it affect your mobility? A little bit. I is mean, it, it, my balance a little bit. It's not balance. MS related? No. No, I wish I had a name for it. I wish I was a minority so I could have something to talk about my act. I wish I had MS <laughs> so I could blame something on it, but, you know, I don't. Please give it up for our AFib comic of the year, <laughs> Kevin Nealon, ladies and Kevin. So anyway, the ablation is they go in through your groin. There's that big artery or vein there. And then your they, penis? They go up through. Uh, they go up through that to your heart, and then they come in through your neck. And then they... Is there not a better way of getting at this thing? Well, you take the 405, but that's usually backed up. <laughs> <laughs> so they go in through that way, and then they um, they solder it. They're like little dots around the area that has the electric current that's going haywire. They cauterize it or solder they it? They cauterize it, sort of. Like they make a little corral around it, scar, scar tissue. And then the guy finishes, and I'm relieved because it's like, you know, 10, 14 years of that. You know, now it's done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. But he goes, um, yeah, you look good. You know, I think you'll be fine. I did see a scar in your heart, but it doesn't mean anything. A scar? What do you mean? A scar? What's that from? He goes, I don't know. Nobody knows anything. What causes neuropathy? I don't know. I was, I, well, I went to bed. You know, I think the scar on your heart was caused from that ex-girlfriend from the McDonald's heart. I think you're right. I think, uh, it could be. I've had breakups where I've had noises coming out of my mouth I've never heard before, like a wounded animal. I'm on the floor, you know, it's like, oh, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> yeah. Spielberg's, hey, you want to do the next Star Wars? <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's really kind of crazy as you get older, you know, you, you think you're going to, like, I always thought, man, I'm going to work out the rest of my life, but I'm going to be at the gym. I'm going to be lean all the time and, you know, toned. You've stayed, you've stayed very lean over the years. You've never I had have, a fat Last year's been a little rough, but what happens, you don't know, is your body starts breaking down. I go to bed, my mother died about a year ago. And a week after she died, I go to bed and I wake up in an ambulance. This is last April. Right. I don't know anything. They tap me on the shoulder, they say, Mr. Nealon, we're taking you to St. John's Hospital, you're in an ambulance, you had a grand mal seizure. A what? A grand mal seizure. Okay. I thought, how did I get to France? Why am I in France? <laughs> 
and but it's all like disbelief. And I think that's how you die eventually. Is you don't even know what happens. You're just gone. Mm -hmm. You know. But had I not woken up, that would have been it. But I woke up. And I, I can't. No, that would have been the way I went. You know? Had I not woken up, that's about that's. That was, I would have not known anything. You know, I just would have been gone. But um, yeah, so I get to the hospital, and uh, it's funny, you know. You, you, I try to avoid talking about any of this stuff because I hate comics talking about getting older on stage. Like I won't do that. I won't talk about, you know. Oh man, I'm getting old. You know, you're gonna hate my new act. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still young, so you can get away with it. <laughs> anyway they they do all kinds of tests on you mris x-rays and then the doctor you know i come out of the mri thing i'm in and out because i'm tired you know and i come out of the uh you know it's a tough conversation when russell's distracted by the birds <laughs> the birds are driving me nuts <laughs> i hear the birds singing yeah i'm, I'm like, just what, like in my what, head i'm like i'm like what, what happened next in my head i'm I like, feel like i'm pitching a movie birds to him. listen to kevin's story <laughs> anyway uh the doctor <laughs> looks at the mri you got tests for my MRI there? <laughs> uh, he looks at it, he goes, um, I don't know if this was the cause of your seizure, but uh, you you have a tumor, a brain tumor. A, we found a brain tumor. A brain tumor? Yeah, but it's a meningioma. It's a brain tumor that's not in the brain, it's between the brain and your skull, right here. You can't see it. <laughs> and uh, so stop looking up there. Check up and your head, maybe He said it's been there for like, probably a couple decades it's calcified it's probably not growing uh i wouldn't worry about it <laughs> i like it when people tell you you just had a seizure i wouldn't worry about that tumor though it's uh, nothing don't yeah. worry about it but anyway i've had it for like a year now and uh and i just take uh anti-seizure stuff now i don't have room in my pill box for any more pills russell yeah. i have to stand on it now like a suitcase to close it <laughs> you don't even take multivitamins anymore <laughs> I, I have to i have to get rid of the vitamins that i have in there <laughs> because there is some vitamin D and some B complex and C. Those are the ones that actually are very necessary ones. You should need those. Now they are. Now they are. But I don't even know what. I've been so busy lately. I don't even know what today is. According to my pillbox, today is M. That's all I know. <laughs> M day. M day. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. If you're just joining us, I'm talking to Angelo and Russell Peters, the Peter brothers. <coughs> On medication. Peter with Kevin Nealon. <laughs> This summer, I plan on being out and about as much as possible. I don't think any of us had enough fun last year at this time, myself included. So I'm looking forward to filling my schedule with as many shows and trips as I can. Whether it's for work or play, a lot of us are going to be on the move again this summer. So my advice to you is take your Raycons with you. Whether you're listening to the two-part culturally canceled episode with Big Daddy Kane, Harry Spears, Lord Finesse, and Mad Skills, or you're listening to all the music recommendations that were provided in those episodes, a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears will make all the difference. You get crisp, powerful sound at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons look great and feel even better. They come in a range of cool colors and with customizable gel tips included for a comfortable in-ear fit. That's very important. I have a pair of blue Raycons, and my fiance has a black pair, so it makes us easy to figure out whose is who. She's the black one. I'm the blue one. I don't know if that means anything racial to you, but it doesn't mean anything like that to me. It just means we don't mix up our earlobes or our inner ears. And Raycons are built to go wherever you go. With quick and seamless Bluetooth pairing and a compact charging case, it's real easy to toss my Raycons in my carry-on with their charging case so I don't have to worry about them losing charge when I'm on the plane. And that's really when I rely on them. Raycon's offering 15% off all their products for my listeners. And here's what you got to do to get it. Go to buyraycon.com 
slash Peters. That's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon.com slash Peters. There you'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order, and it's such a good deal, you'll want to grab a pair and a spare. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash Peters. Buyraycon.com slash Peters. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. What meds are you on right now? Oh, I'm on a bunch of stuff. Besides Valtrex. Valtrex is number one, but I only bought that because of your endorsement to it. <laughs> that you thought I don't was? actually have AFib. I just was yeah. like, you know, that's my friend and I want to support. It's Zeralto, but still, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> Zeralto, sorry. <laughs> Shit, I'm on the wrong drugs. Uh, Which no one is Valtrex for? I hope that's not the that's for shingles. medicine, is it? Shingles. Oh, it could be for shingles. Is that for herpes? It's for cold what? sores, cold sores, herpes. Cold sores and all that kind of stuff. You know, this last year, it's kind of been like the 80s with STDs. You know, people, are you vaccinated? Yeah. Do you have like any kind of sweating or before you have sex, you, got, you are um, any kind of cough, anything? You know? and, this is, and this is your wife talking to you. <laughs> and that's my mother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she haunts you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're together now. That's nice. Yeah. Wherever they are, they're together feel or they're nowhere that's true they could be nowhere. nowhere they could be nowhere but they're nowhere together are your parents alive still just my mom she turns 80 this year okay my mother lived to be 90 almost 92 yeah i remember when you posted it and i sent yeah. you a message i believe you did yeah but no flowers but that's okay no i mean i figured <laughs> she's did, in the bonus said, round though over 90 is great if you get that oh, after is. 85 is bonus round yeah, it's bonus you're in there what is the age when somebody dies where you don't get upset and say what happened 
What happened? After after Is 85, it I would think. 85 and up. Oh, 85 and up? Yeah. I would think 80. Okay, we'll go with 80. somebody in the paper wow. says, you know, so-and-so died, it was 81, 80. You go, okay. 80 is right. a good number. It's not that you don't care about them. It's just like, well, it happens, you know? It was a sandy bottom, though, right? It wasn't rocks. No, it was all. It's. Well, that see, uh, my lady FaceTimed his wife as soon as it happened. That was great. So his wife's watching this in real time on the phone. My wife's watching it in real time in L.A. and I'm 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 in. Did you land on your back? No, I just felt I walked straight. Right, he straight walked down. straight in like he didn't I see the edge. And I didn't see it. And I, I came up. I can swim. He literally walked the plank. How long did. after that did you continue to laugh? Like oh, shit. all night. I know all you night. stop, and then you think about it again. You start laughing. Again. Absolutely. I love those moments. I still, I still laugh about it. That's good. I showed it to you know it's funny. I showed it to my friend, and he looks at me and he goes, "You're like the uh, Greek Chris Farley, fucking <laughs> That's walking." Right, you are. I know you knew him, and it's funny. How, I mean, I walked literally walked right off the dock. Didn't even see it, and felt. Right into the water, like it's just. This it's taking you longer to get out of the water than that woman that swam from Cuba to Key West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking from the beginning. She left Cuba. I, well, I thought Russell was going to pass out from laughing. I, I never really, heard him laugh that hard. Never. I I really, as soon I, as you knew you were okay, I really I did. And once I found I was okay, that's when I started laughing. Yeah. And then, I, but I started getting really lightheaded. I started getting. Should I? I'm <laughs> then you fell in. in. Then Russell. That's what I was afraid of because I can't swim, so I would have been dead. No, you can't swim. No. How do you do that? Why don't Why don't you go learn? I'm learning Spanish. You can learn to swim. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> what What country do I call to, to learn how to swim? <laughs> Any country. What part of Mexico do I? I used to teach swimming to handicapped kids, mentally handicapped kids, and they really? can swim. Yeah. I, um, Are you afraid of the water? I am. A, well, were you I'll, on the I'll boat? get in my pool and I'll doggy paddle. Oh, so I you can get swim. to the deep end in doggy paddling and back. But what kind of dog? Uh, Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu. <laughs> Shih Tzu paddle. I swim like shits. <laughs> well, it's easy, man. It's all about just. No, relaxing. you know what it is. I panic when my face goes underwater or my head goes underwater. How about when you're shaving? <clears throat> I'm. I don't. Does that I don't, scare you? I don't submerge when I'm shaving. Shower. How about a shower? You <laughs> Shower's the fine. Shower? Sprinklers? How about sprinklers? Spr Work your way up to the pool. Run through a sprinkler and then jump in the pool. <laughs> I, I ran through sprinklers my whole childhood. <laughs> Are you a pyromaniac? Were they coming from the ceiling? <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, swimming is I almost just... drowned twice. That's why. I did too. I almost when drowned I was once. four and when I was 13. Oh, shit. And then that was it. I was like, nope, I'm good. My father was a hero uh, many times, but one time I... These kids fell through the ice on a pond skating, and he rescued them. Where'd you grow up? Florida. Oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was Connecticut. And I fucking believed him, too. Connecticut. I was going to say, what? Connecticut. Oh, right. Yeah, we used to skate on the lake by our house every winter and play hockey and stuff. It was great. I'm playing Bridgeport in a couple of weeks. That's where I'm from. Are you? Yeah. Stress oh. Factory, right? That's yeah. where I'm going to be in July. Bridgeport is like, you know, it doesn't belong in Connecticut. It's the Detroit of Connecticut. Which part of Detroit? The Detroit part of Detroit? The Detroit part. Oh yeah, yeah. that's it, what everybody said. Don't go out at night. It's very, it's very diverse. It's ethnic. It's a lot of like, I'm telling you, there was mafia there when I grew up. Gangs, you know, drive-bys. Well, it's Connecticut. They're all in the witness protection program there. Yeah, I mean, the Bridgeport. A couple of the mayors were convicted and sent to prison for racketeering there. The city almost went bankrupt a few times. Recently? Not recently that I know of, but I will tell you that there was 
rumor that Wayne Newton met Johnny Carson there at the uh, a diner on Main Street to talk about buying a casino in Vegas. Together? No, they had they had uh, a disagreement. Oh, there really? Was a lawsuit or something, and there was, yeah. That's just a rumor, though, I think, but it may have happened. But the big thing about Bridgeport, I don't know if you're superstitious. I'm not, but carry on. Most of my friends, you know, I lived in a blue-collar neighborhood. Most of my friends' fathers were either firemen or uh, police policemen. And I came home from school once, and my buddy Bill goes, okay, we got to go down to Lindley Street. There's a haunted house. There's a girl possessed in a house on Lindley Street. I said, no way. He goes, no, my father told me. My father's down there now. He's a fireman, you know. So we go down there, and it's at night. Now it's dark. It's the winter. It's all lit up. All the press are down there. There's thongs, throngs of people. Nope, there's not thongs of people. No thongs. <laughs> but there was a house in Brazil where there, there was thongs and throngs of people. <laughs> throngs of thongs. Good name for your next special, by the way. Throngs of thongs <laughs> yeah. with Russell Peters. Uh, straight from Brazil. Waxed. Uh, fully waxed. Um, so I go down there, and yeah, and it's like hundreds of people, and it's barricaded off. There's lights, there's cameras, there's, you know, news, there's cops, and and my and apparently a girl was adopted from an orphanage that was on an Indian reservation in Canada. You know, that's where she lived now in this house. It's a little bungalow house on a side street, and apparently the cement swans vibrated and shook to face each other out on the porch. The elevator, the um, refrigerator elevated up. The crucifix fell off the wall. My friend's father, who was the captain of the fire department, told us privately, said, I was walking downstairs to check the foundation, and I kid you not, coming up the stairs was a cat. It looked up to me and said, how's your brother George? And he's got a brother George. As if a talking cat wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. He was psychic cat. <laughs> psychic cat. <laughs> and he wasn't joking. He wasn't this joking. Is a real fact. That's what I remember. Maybe he was at the time, but I, I remember that. I, I believe I, in I that stuff. I thought he was serious. I believe in that stuff. There, there's a, a there's a definitely a, a, a an energy that a lot. I don't know if if you could call it haunted or not, but I feel it. I can sense it, and I and you can always feel if there's somebody else in the room, uh, and, and I can feel it. And I I know. But the thing is, you don't want to tell people this because if you tell them that, then they think that something's wrong with you. I think you should stick to facts. <laughs> Go with the facts, but no. But you can. I can sense it. Are you one of these people that believes in signs too? Like yes. if you if you like ladybugs, I have a friend that loves ladybugs. If she sees a ladybug, she goes, "Oh, that's meant. I I'm meant to do this then because I saw that ladybug. I'm supposed to buy this house or whatever, you know." Hundred percent. Really? If I'm if I'm driving and I see a red hexagon, I stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know if. All right, let's just say, let's say you're you're on the fence, Angelo, about doing something. Right. It's got to uh, be a strong fence. <laughs> let's say you're on a cement wall. <laughs> you're on a cement wall about doing something. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to ask you like tonight, before tonight, yes. if you see what's the thing you look for? Is it a paperclip or is it um... No, no, it could be it could be it could be is it a hamburger. What no, but it could be. It could be. Listen, it, could be any, it could be anything. Sometimes, it's seeing a person, a place, or a thing. Something. It could be a, a bird or an animal. So you don't it have a specific anything. thing no, that's like you got to feel if something's going to happen like that. Or sometimes you ask yourself if you get lost and you end up somewhere. Why? And sometimes it's true. Because oh, you yeah. follow your GPS? Because I, my no, ways but, wasn't but, working. But also, because your fucking screen on your phone was so dirty from all the spit that you couldn't see, see the. 
Here's what I wonder. If you're stopped at a stoplight or if you don't make it through that stoplight, how would your life have changed if you got through that green light, you know, and didn't stop at that light? That's a little different because that's... It's oh, now I'm wrong. <laughs> no, but I mean, that, that you know, it's, a stoplight is one thing, but have you ever been in a situation where you end up somewhere and then you ask yourself, what am I doing here? And then there's a sign of something that happens that tells you that. And I know this sounds spiritual, but... So you pull up somewhere and you're like, what am I doing here? And then the big hospital sign, you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> right. I was I, having I got a, AFib or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I was having a... By the way, there was a time, Angela... A grand mal aneurysm. When yeah. I had that AFib thing going on, I would know exactly where every hospital was and which one I was closest to. And the, the most insecure I felt was when I was right between the middle of two hospitals, equidistance. Because <laughs> I knew I'd have to get, it'd be at least 40 minutes to get to one of those two hospitals. And they were like, traffic, which one has less traffic right now? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, some people have certain things that they always look for. Like if somebody passed away and they see butterflies the next day, like that happened with my grandmother. We thought, oh, that's a sign from her, you know? Or if you're, you're like my friend's mother loves paper clips, love gold paper clips, use those a lot. If she saw a paper clip on the ground, she goes, my mother's signaling me. Because there was something about, I, I once, when I lived in Toronto, I saw a man walking at four o'clock in the morning. I was on the porch having a cigar. It was early morning. He looked exactly like my father, identical to my father. And he was walking, and I freaked out. I stood there, I stood there staring at him. And another time at the Cleveland Improv, in the front row, a man and a woman, I came out on stage, and the guy sitting at 12 o'clock exactly looked like my father. It was so weird. Maybe it was your father. Maybe it was him. I don't know. It's so weird. And I kept trying to do uh, my act, and I kept staring at the guy. Have you ever done that where you're on stage, and you see somebody that reminds familiar. you of somebody or familiar? Yeah. I don't know. That's, I think this is you. Um. <laughs> No, but I'm saying is I mean, usually if I see somebody familiar in the audience, I probably know them. No, but what if you're not sure with the lights on and everything else too? Then you got to hit him with that line. Where do I know you from? Yeah, stop hitting on me. <laughs> oh, you're, but the guy, look at the guy and say, "Hey, you're my dad." But that's happened to me a couple of times actually. Do you know that disease that that Brad Pitt has? I think he has it. And then I know another guy that has it where they don't recognize faces. Like you is that could, real? You could know him, yeah. You could just have a meeting with him for an hour and then come back in because you forgot your coat. He wouldn't know who you were. Uh, he'd probably know you because of your clothes, whatever you're wearing, but yeah. You can't remember people's faces? Yeah, there's a Maybe name that's for why it. he breaks up with these women. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Huh. Well, so why, do, why can't they just give it like a regular name, like forgot face guy? Yeah. <laughs> well, in Greek, prosopa is face. What's, what's muria? Is it really? Muria, yeah. Yeah. It's a prosopa, face too? Prosopa, most of these words, gentlemen, come from Greeks. A lot of these words. Phobias, diseases, illnesses. I'm trying to think of the, the uh, swear word my friend told me. Mashuga, mashuga. Malaka. Malaka. Malaka, yeah, malaka. malaka. That's our favorite word. Malaka. Yeah. On the road all the times. You call people malaka? Prosopagnosia. Yeah. Uh, well, that would be horrible. You got to pretend you know everybody. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. He's a really good actor. That. Long time no recognize. <laughs> <laughs> Does you remember yeah. smells or something? Or Yeah, I mean, if the guy's smelly, then it's, uh, it's your benefit. I mean, you'd want to go in fragrant when you meet well, him. Well, it says it right there. Prosopa, which is face. But uh, I thought Muria was face. Uh, loss of memory. So prosopagnosia. Wait, what's Muria? Mu okay, Muri. Well, you got prosopa, which is your... And then Moody. So Moody is face, but prosopa is uh, 
is like the your whole uh, head. Head. But that's kefali. Kefali so the prosopan. Well, you're the one that brought it up, Kevin. <laughs> brought it up for a second. For a second, he's like, I didn't think we were gonna have a debate over this. Man, I just had a Spanish class. I don't even listen to Greek do you, now. Do you think? Do you think, Kevin? Do you think that's true, or do you think he just he? Everybody wants. It's to a great excuse. Right? No, think about it. I mean, I everybody. did introduce my wife to him a couple years ago, some award show, and it looked like he knew her. Hmm. I was pretending to know her. I gave her a big hug and a kiss. And he called her Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I got to stop trying to think I know people's names when I see them because it's, oh, I get it wrong all the really? time. Like, I'm trying to show them, like, how, how, you know, what a great memory I have. Hey, Dwayne, how you doing? You know, and then later, no, it's Wayne. Wayne, you're no, close. We were close. Wayne. I mean, Dwayne's not that. Far I know, off. but I don't want to. I mean, it's not even usually that close, and it's a, and it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> God, I think we covered everything, didn't I think we? We got this. I think you edit this down to five minutes, and you're good. Oh, yeah, we got to oh, just 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 the facts, people. It's Angelo talking for. Well, I was just br bringing up facts. I I'm into that. I'm into geography. I'm into populations. I'm into things that people maybe Are you don't into. Think about. Uh, you know, I was just telling my son this. I said, I don't think you need to go to school. You could stay home and watch Jeopardy, TED Talks, Shark Tank, and get a great education. You really can. You know what I mean? Master class. Yeah. There's so many things going on at home that you don't need to go into the school. There's it's four like courses. Collected right there. information. Yeah. Or useless it's probably it's probably more useful information you're going to learn that way too. I'm sure. You're also going to know what 100 people surveyed and the top 10 answers would be. <laughs> yeah. Where are those two? Oh, you know what? You were on Family Feud. I saw you. You won. I was. I did a lot of these uh, game shows the last year, except for Jeopardy. <laughs> I would be the worst on that. I would forget how to set up the what yeah. is. Uh, yeah. who, I'm sorry, what? I forgot to say what is. Yeah, I would yeah. do the same thing. What is and who is and how. Yeah, that's where I would screw that up. My cousin was on Jeopardy. Oh, wow. She won three days in a row. This was in the early 2000s, I think she did this. My cousin Tanya. That's pretty good. She's really smart, that's why. I play at home with my family, and it's just like just yelling at the TV. I do well at home. Do you? <laughs> at home, I do really well on Jeopardy. I do home. I do well at home with comedy, too. If I get to a club, and it's just <laughs> crickets. I know. I heard your son tweet about how well you kill in the, in the kitchen at dinner. <laughs> my son wrote the first joke he's ever written for me. What do you write? He wrote it for himself, but I took it. Uh, <laughs> his teacher asked him. I heard him on Zoom. His teacher said, "What have you guys been? Do what have you been doing to stay busy during the pandemic?" And he goes, um, "Well, we've been binge watching our ring doorbell footage." <laughs> I said, "I'm taking that." My daughter came up with a good joke during uh, COVID. She's eight years old. And she said, Daddy, I slept on a piece of cereal in the kitchen. Does that make me a cereal killer? <laughs> That's good. Which I thought was really good. Yeah, yeah. So my kid's a better joke writer than I am. I think our kids are like, because my daughter. Your daughter's uh, the same way. Yeah, she, she was eating shredded cheese. And then she made a cross out of it. And she goes, look, it's cheeses. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so That's actually pretty funny. Here's a T-shirt that I was working on for a while. Yeah, <laughs> for a while. Yeah, as a design. I came home from the gym, and I looked at the sweat. You know how the sweat, like on a tortilla, you see Jesus? Mm -hmm. It kind of looked like Jesus on the cross, mm -hmm. but not quite. So I kind of like did some experimenting sample stuff. Like I would 
make it look more like Jesus on a Christ. Like I sweated that out. Jesus on a Christ. I mean, <laughs> Jesus on a cross. And as if that was, you know, what happened with my workout. And there were, that was the image of him. And then people and go, how was your work? People revere go, Holy, me. Holy, it was good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Was hey, great. I want to ask you about your art um, because it's freaking awesome. Thank you. The paintings? Thank you. I just want to know if you would draw me one day. <laughs> I would be honored if Kevin. Yeah, those are amazing. Look at those. Like the Jim Carrey one's like incredible. Carrey. Wow, those are cool. good. <laughs> oh, you drew Angelo. Look at that. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then the Moors came across. And... You know, I look at some of these, and these are from like a year or so ago. Year and, and, half, really and I've good, gotten Kevin. better. What do you do with them? Good question. I just got a book deal with Abrams. Right. Uh, not a coffee table book, but one that you could kind of take with you where I'll have about 50 of those in it. And then on the opposite page, I'll have a little anecdote about that person, like how, what my experience with them, like what? whether it's Tom Petty or, you know, Jim Carrey or whomever. Um, how big are they when you initially paint them? Are they paintings, sketchings? What They're they? digital uh, paintings. No. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. You do that on a computer? Mm-hmm. What app? Although I did just take an oil painting class uh, last Saturday. So mm -hmm. I've started that as well as Spanish. Learning how to paint in Spanish. You should take a Spanish digital oil <laughs> yeah, painting class. But I took lessons from a guy in England two summers ago on Skype. Mm -hmm. I was sitting at LAX waiting to go to a gig, and I was following a few artists on Instagram. And I saw this guy's work. I said, I like this guy. And then I saw he was giving art classes for 500 euros for like 10 weeks. So I took those, and he showed me how to get into digital art. I never knew anything about it. And uh, It was funny when you were on Stern. He wasn't catching half the jokes you were dropping. Yeah, a lot of them were just flying over his head, and I was listening to it. I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> well, you know, he's like so far ahead. He's not like thinking at the moment. I don't think because he's got he's got rapid fire uh, questions. You know, does this have the latest one I just drew of um of um, Andy Kaufman? Is the Andy Kaufman up there, Eddie? I, well, I just posted it, in, it today. Kevin Neal. It's on Art my Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, at Kevin, Kevin at Kevin Neal and Artwork. Andy Kaufman. Um, oh, that's, oh, that's a really good That's one. awesome. Look at that. So I've gotten better like over the... And I find the more time I spend on each painting, the better it is too. And you just got bored at the airport and thought, I'm going to sign up for art lessons. Do, well, I be, do I have to become more famous to be drawn? No, it's just a matter of time. I got to do this <laughs> book by November. I have to have all the stuff. And so that's a painting a week plus a story. But You can't I, use the ones you've already made? Yeah, I'm going to use some of those. But... Um, I don't have a story for all of them, but when I turned 60, how old are you? 51 this year. Oh, wow, you're getting up there. When I turned <laughs> 60, <laughs> I said, enough with the rehearsals. I'm going to start doing the stuff I've always wanted to do in life, and it, it meant everything, you know, taking Spanish, salsa dancing, haven't done that yet. <laughs> That's a great language. But, um, you should see if there's a, a, a Mexican lady who can teach you oil painting and salsa dancing at the same time. They probably all can. But uh, but but one of the things was going on Howard Stern and also on Bill Maher on Real Time. Because I'm not on, a big political have you, guy. Have you been on Bill, Real Time? Yeah, I was on Real Time like three or four times. Yeah. I've, I've, and it was great. And I boned up on all the you know the issues. And, and Stern was great. I, I always avoided that show like the plague because I didn't want to be made fun of and put on the spot. And mm -hmm. I went on there. He couldn't have been more respectful and nice. And Yeah, fan. I don't think he's, he's doing as much gotcha anymore. He's successful now, I think, and yeah. he's just you know he's. I think he's more secure with his place in life, and 
And he's learned these interview skills, which I think he's really one of the best interviewers out there. He is, actually. Besides you. No, I'm clearly... I got a little holes in it. Yeah, I think you're leaning on Angelo too much. You need to break free. Get rid of him. Get, <laughs> get rid of the dead weight. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's solid, you know? You gotta... How much better is this than the Lovitz interview, huh? Angelo? <laughs> Uh, Kevin, why are you talking about me? <laughs> Russell's gate. Summer's basically here, and if your basics game is a little too basic, it might be time to update your wardrobe with Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is the brand that's reinventing men's basics, and their collection has everything you need for whatever your day might throw at you. With a collection that includes t-shirts, underwear, polos, button-ups, shorts, pants, swimmer, and more, Mack Weldon has you covered, head to toe, or maybe top to bottom, but whatever, you'll be covered. If you're looking for a new pool and beachwear, I can't recommend Mack Weldon Swimline enough. Their trunk and board shorts have four-way stretch fabric, which means you can chase your kids around the beach without ripping a seam. And trust me, I've ripped a few seams in my time. And you won't have to worry about your suit cutting into you in an unflattering way when you're seated so that you can stay comfortable and look good all at the same time. To be honest, my big problem is that one problem right there. And when you're not in the pool, Mack Weldon's new Maverick Tech Chino Short and Radius Short are perfect for active summer days. Stay cool and comfortable this summer and look great doing it with all new collections of men's essentials from Mack Weldon. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash Peters and enter promo code Peters. That's MacWeldon.com slash Peters, promo code Peters for 20% off. Mac Weldon is reinventing men's basics. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Is that a welding torch? You should wear goggles when you light that thing. I know. That's why I hold it away from my face. <laughs> I don't t- know who sent me that. I think Sebastian sent me that, if I'm not mistaken. I really got to confirm. The original Sebastian or the comic? The comic. Oh. <laughs> Sebastian. What was the original Sebastian? Wasn't he a pirate or something? <laughs> I think a sailor? he was. He was a sailor. Um, what other vices do you have besides alcohol and cigars <laughs> and fiancés? <laughs> oh, that was funny that's the hardest he's laughed the whole day that's the hardest he's laughed that was funny he takes a bigger inhale on that cigar now. have you now that you're 51 do you get checked for uh colon, your colonoscopies i just had one a couple of weeks colon and endo all in one shot had the oldest same roast. tool yeah, <laughs> but uh, when he was doing my colonoscopy, both his hands were on my shoulder, so I was a little nervous about that. <laughs> wow, oh, that is a little weird. <laughs> I bet that's in your act. <laughs> no, actually, it's not. Um, but I did. I did honestly when we went in, uh, and he said, "You in front of." I go, "Do you want to just put an apple in my mouth? Why don't you go do this?" <laughs> I tell you, I love being put out for surgery <laughs> or, or for a colonoscopy. I just love whatever that drug is. Yeah, propofol. It's propofol. But the, pro- they- the problem when I did it, it's when I first did an endoscopy before they just gave me propofol, and I woke up and I felt great. This time they doubled down, they gave me something else and propofol, and I woke up feeling groggy and irritable as hell. I was grouchy. So you felt normal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt I was First normal. time I took propofol, I, I'm laying on the gurney, I look to my right, it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what are you in here for? And he didn't answer. He didn't answer. But I remember being wheeled in once for, I had my shoulder replaced. And they gave me the drug, you know, that kind of loosens you up as you're going in. And right before you're passing out, I remember the doctor saying to me, please release the railing with your left hand and release my neck with your right hand. <laughs> but you just go in there, and, and I always worry that I'm going to say something like under the drug of coming out of it or something, you know, like... Because my wife likes to be there because she she knows I do that. That's how often I get something done. <laughs> you don't even have problems. You just like propofol a lot. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you, th- you think you're being really funny, and it's like the worst. Like, uh, I bet you play table tennis, huh? With those uh, moves, huh? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you sound like me on stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, are you still doing your show at the Laugh Factory on uh when it, when no, it I haven't comes... been there in over a year because of the pandemic. <laughs> no, no, but when it comes back, are you going to be doing it again? If Jamie wants me to come back, new material night. I love doing it, but I, it didn't really bring in a lot of people. So I think Jamie kind of likes to sell drinks and stuff. It, what happened was, I think maybe even you had a show after me. No, Ruben, like, Ruben Paul does. Oh, well, what he happened was, was... He was here. You met him. Right. You know Ruben, right? Yeah, I met him. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, the, originally I had I had like an hour and a half show there. I think I like right seven. I've done it with you. Yeah, of course. Twice I think I think. a lot of you guys have. Yeah, but 
and when Larry David would do it, a lot of people would come. You know, it'd be packed and stuff. It's, but I think he wasn't making a lot of money in drinks, and it was really like. <laughs> 40, 50 people, you know, just the bottom. Yeah, but it was, front. I think it was also an early, it was like 7 o'clock. It was early, it was early. On Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. 7 o'clock on Tuesday, it's a tough And one. I didn't care, I kind of liked the smaller crowds, but he likes to sell drinks and stuff. And then other people kind of like, were doing well after me in that show, so he kind of wanted to start that one a little bit earlier, so mine kept getting narrower and narrower, and uh, and I call him, I say, Jamie, you know, I, I really don't have a lot of time. I have like usually I have four people on, and now I got to like do like five minutes for each person. Then I'm out of here, you know. Body, body, body. I have to make money, buddy. I have yeah. mortgage to pay rent. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny as I, you know, as I've been in this business for a while, I don't take anything personally. I get, I get like a business thing, you know. I get it. You got to make money. Okay. Did you diversify your money at all? I gave it to a lot of black people. <laughs> 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 and some brown people. <clears throat> you adopted uh, a kid once. No, I did not diversify. I put all my money into bitcoins. Did you? Well, that's pretty. Smart. No, I just put a little bit into the bitcoins. Well, my son wrote that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that doesn't work, I think is corny. I'll say my son wrote that. <laughs> my son wrote it. Yeah, he's fourteen. At least he gave it a shot. <laughs> I throw him under the bus. Bitcoin dip. The school bus. <laughs> Bitcoin tanked about forty percent. No, but it came back. It bounced. No, back. it's at thirty-two thousand. Is it? Yeah, it was at 57, and now it's like 32,000. It, it went up then. Would you invest in anything that's called Bitcoin? It's sort of a coin, part of a coin. It's a bit, it's just a little bit. You well, can make Doge, a little bit of money from this. Dogecoin, it's, I'm surprised we've all agreed to call it Dogecoin. It's a dog e-coin. Dog e-coin, I've never even heard of that. Dogecoin? Really? That's the one that Elon's invested in now. Isn't never it? heard of it. I don't even know who Elon is. <laughs> Elon Gold. <laughs> I had my 60th birthday party, and I would have been there, but I wasn't uh, invited. You weren't invited. <laughs> That's right. I remember saying no to you. <laughs> I even did the it's, hint, like, "Hey, happy birthday, Kev." It's funny. I, I you have a great party. I had. We could only invite like a certain amount of people, but I, I, I remember like. Afterwards, I thought, oh, shit, I forgot to invite so-and-so. I forgot to invite that person. There's like a lot of people I forgot to invite. Yeah, so Norm McDonald's uh, friend, Lojo, comes, and she brings Elon Musk's mother and sister. Oh, really? Elon's sister to my party. I've met Elon's mother before. You have? Yeah. I guess she likes to get out and around, huh? I did a, I did a show in, TV show in Canada, and she was like the next guest after me. Really? Well, his well, you, mom's Canadian, right? No, no, they're South African, but they moved to Canada. No, I think the dad's South African and the mom's from mom's Saskatchewan. Mom's South, South African, too. Well, South African. I thought she was he's, born there. The, he's born there, too. Right. And he went to Queen's University. Yeah, they Kingston. moved to Canada. and then Right. They, yeah. Well, I know why I didn't invite you, because I had I had my quota of Indians there. I had uh, Rajiv. <laughs> Who did you have? Yell. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but will you come to my 70th party and spend... I was right there. Wow. Regina, Saskatchewan. But she has a South African accent. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. She Let's probably grew up there. You know who else is from South Africa? Jeremy Hotz. Charlize Theron. Correct. Sure, you picked the better looking of the two, but... No, I actually is Jeremy from South Jeremy's Africa? Yeah, his Originally? Yeah, his parents are South Africa. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm taking South African. I'm taking language South, South African. African right now. You what? South I'm learning how to speak South African. <laughs> South African? From Mexican girl. <laughs> In it's kind of like now you don't, you're afraid to even say the name of a race because it's like you think you might be offending somebody so you always kind of lower your voice you know i was talking to a couple of black guys the other day and 
No, I was waiting in line at a food truck, and you know, I know the Mexican guy that owns it, and uh, I was gonna get. You know what I got? I got a nice burrito, and uh, <laughs> you don't whisper the words you should. Like uh, I was talking to a politician the other day, and uh, there's a couple of lawyers nearby. Well, Trader Joe's changed the packaging on some of their foods, saying it was uh, appropriation. A- appropriation, like I, I, everything's that's so stupid. But you know well, who like complains about mind. it? Not the people who are being appropriated. They don't. They don't give a shit. I don't know. I'm yeah. Somebody, you know, I kind of look at it as a tribute. They got to look at it the right way. Yeah, man. Hey, I'd love to have my not, name. Not everything is an insult. You know yeah. what I mean? You call me Aunt Neilan. Yeah, I you mean, know. if that's where you're at, you know. Yeah. What's your connection to Germany again? I own it. <laughs> <laughs> you get a good deal. Pay <laughs> hey, Bitcoin. Got a great for deal. Uh, Bitcoin. <laughs> um, I used to live there when I was a kid. When I was six and twelve, I was ten. My father worked for a helicopter company. He called it a German outfit. So I thought we, he worked for Lederhosen for a long time. But um, <laughs> take a break. But he. Uh, <laughs> so I learned how to swim in Greece. I learned uh, how to ski thick. in the Alps. That's thick. <laughs> and I learned how to uh, argue in Italy. That's. Uh, I got all my education. I argue in Italy. (laughs) (laughs) What if we hear like at five in the morning? We're still talking. Talking. So (laughs) cigars everywhere. Like we're getting. Kevin's got a needle hanging out of his arm. What's that? There's like cigar smoke coming out of my clothes. I got to wash my clothes tonight. I haven't washed my clothes since the pandemic started. Now (laughs) I got to wash it. Your wife's gonna hate us. I apologize. I used to bartend at the Improv, Angelo, in 1980, 81, back in the 1900s, and. It was, you know, it got so thick with smoke in there. My oh, I remember. eyes would be burning like after a half hour. I'd go out every half hour. I have to go outside, and I have to always, you know, how you have to always wash your clothes back. Yep. Back in the. Uh, I 70s. started in '89, and it would. I'd finish gigs. I think right up until around '97, you could smoke in the clubs. '98, mm. and uh, every weekend I would. I'd come, man, my clothes stink. I'd have to wash them every weekend. The only reason you wash them because of the smoke. <laughs> it really was the only reason I'd wash them. How about when they had the smoking section in the airplanes? There was no divider. Yeah. It was just a seat behind you. I remember you. that. Yeah. It's true. I yeah. remember that, too. <sighs> These were the days. And we got some great memories from today. Yeah, we really did. We, this was a walk down memory lane with Kevin Nealon and Angelo Sarukas. And uh, memory lane. Angelo, do you want to give us some facts on memory lane? Let's recap, first of all. <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> paintings. Yeah. Spanish. AFib. AFib. Um, and the five fiancés. <laughs> that's the name of my. That's, that's the name of my. That's the name of my next special. Russell and the five fiancés. Five fiancés. I like that you're able to commit partially, though. You know what I mean. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I mean, that's like. I remember I was going to get. Married. I was going to propose to my wife. It took me a while, but. I got cold feet, but it was it was going to be before Halloween. That was my I set this time limit, and I went out. I got a pumpkin, and I got a diamond ring, and I was going to place the diamond ring inside the pumpkin from the bottom, mm-hmm. and then say, "Hey, Anne, you want to carve a pumpkin tonight? We'll have some champagne and stuff." And she'd find the ring as we're carving, and I proposed to her. Right. Every time I went over to her house, I get the pumpkin out that I had all carved out. I get the ring from the top of the door frame. Mm-hmm. And I'd set it all up, put it in the trunk of my car, go to her house, and I'd chicken out. And Halloween came and went, and it was. And I returned the ring. No, I returned the ring after Thanksgiving because I put it in a turkey for a while. Because I was going <laughs> to propose during Thanksgiving. 
<laughs> you had a collection of pumpkins and rings. Yeah, and rings. And then Easter came along, and that rabbit was not happy with that, <laughs> that ring going up there. I really had to force it. But uh, I ended up marrying the rabbit. <laughs> I would have expected more kids from that. <laughs> Those things fuck like bunnies. Oh, man. Uh, How about that guy that put the ring in her drink, and the woman uh, drank the drink, and then she started choking, and she died? Did she really? Yeah, that happened. What happened? Like in Cincinnati, he put he put the ring in her drink, and you know, was it a mood ring? I was like, no, no. And I guess because she died in a bad mood when she went to drink, and she'd see it. Guy's clearly a fucking moron, and she drank it, and it went down her throat, and she started choking. And he goes, oh, the ring's in there. And then she, they try to get it out. And then I think, well, she either is it a trigonometry or they... Trigonometry? <laughs> or, or, she was algebra. Call? Algebra, you think of <laughs> algebra. algebra. <laughs> what do you call it when they put the thing here? Tracheotomy. 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 It's for the Greek. It's a Greek word. Tracheotomy. fucking... <laughs> It Meaning means, ring. It, it ring means, throw. Try, yeah, it means that, complex math. <laughs> trigonometry, that was thinking something else. Uh. <laughs> and, and the funny thing, I think she almost died. The funny thing is she almost died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think, what, what are they, Malaka? Like, give her the fucking <coughs> ring. You know, here's the ring. Will you want to marry me? Oh, I he put didn't, it in a he drink. Didn't, or well, he put it in a milkshake. Hat. That's the problem. Was it was a, a milkshake. It was a thick drink. Yeah, a woman swallows, uh, it was the milkshake. He didn't do the Heimlich maneuver because he thought maybe she wouldn't like the ring if she saw it. <laughs> but why would you put it in a milkshake? Who proposes to somebody over a milkshake? Over a milkshake. You put a ring in a milkshake. Was it Ronald McDonald? Who knows? Grimace. A Wendy's Frosty? You have to eat that with a spoon. <laughs> you, I thought he put it like in a shot and she just, you know, dink. Remember that night me and Neil Brennan did my show? <laughs> I interviewed him and, and then he had enough. And he... He goes. Uh, he goes. All right, we're done. <laughs> what? 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 Do you, what was the the last straw for him in that one? I was messing with him. I was just. I but knew he wanted to go. That's what you do. That's what you do, yeah. though. I knew he wanted to go, so I kept asking him stupid questions. He goes, "All right, we're done." <laughs> yeah, I just. And there's a reason I bring that up. <laughs> anyway, that's this episode of Culturally Cancelled with Russell Peters. I got to get home because my wife has like been making me dinners and my son every Hello every Fresh. night. It's called Hello Fresh. It oh comes yeah, in a box and it's healthy. I'll eat that and then I'll eat theirs that they don't eat and then I'll have ice cream. So it's not healthy in the long run, but. You know, Hello really Fresh good. is a sponsor of this podcast. Are they really? They really are. <laughs> huh. So that's HelloFresh.com slash Peters. <sighs> See, you don't have to do any of the lifting now. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Not only does the food get delivered, but Kevin Nealon will finish the ad for you. <laughs> I had one one possible sponsor for hiking with Kevin. Yeah. Oh, I should get you on. Oh, oh, I asked you to do that. I did it. Uh, I know. <laughs> do you have uh, a I I had one pit disease? We forgot yeah. about him or what? All right, we're done. So <laughs> culturally canceled today. <laughs> hey, I want to thank my guests. Um, the hysterical Kevin Nealon was here, and and as as I hoped he would be, he was in fine Kevin Nealon form. You know, I'm always here for you. <laughs> well, thanks, Kevin. Angelo? And, and Angelo's <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 
Angelo Sarukas was here um, with all the facts. That's Greek, um, you know, Sarukas. And uh, and math information if you needed. Uh, and don't forget the trigonometry. That's what I said. The math. <laughs> Thanks, Maga. <laughs> It was fun. I had a lot of fun today with you guys. Uh, Thanks, Russell. Ange does a uh, show. Ange does Greek math. He does malak at malgebra. <laughs> Malaka algebra. Exactly. Uh, I'm Russell Peters. Thanks for listening, kids. You got enough here for a week. A week of shows. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation or whatever you want to call it. Just a, a series of random thoughts that were coming out of all of our mouths. I think that's just a nice way to describe this show. I'm really excited to tell you that Culturally Canceled has a phone line now. So now you can call and leave a message and ask me a question that I just might answer on the show. Maybe I won't. But who? let's, let's gamble and find out. It's not going to cost you anything. Is it? I don't know. Anyway, look, I know things, okay? So ask me about stuff and, and glean some knowledge from me. The number to call is 424 424- 666-1983. So give me a call. And if you like the podcast, be sure to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts so more people can find out about it. And if you're just a negative Nancy, why don't you keep your negative bullshit to yourself? And follow us on Instagram at Culturally Cancelled and Culturally RP on Twitter. We're also on YouTube if you want to see what the area in which I do these podcasts looks like in real life. And until then, keep it real. spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room office kids playroom or home gym well you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant musty air for over 20 years the easy breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty damp air for cleaner drier healthier air take charge of your indoor air with your own easy breathe ventilation system you can get it installed or diy kits are available just call 866-822-7328 or visit takechargeofyourair.com and receive 20 percent off today. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.